Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe, welcome back and thanks for listening. Today's episode was so good. We went deep into shadow work and how you can use that to harness who you are, your authenticity to own your energy. And this guest episode was with Jenna, who I had the pleasure to meet in person Back in April, we were both at a retreat and her and I connected and we just immediately hit it off. She is very similar to me, but her uniqueness of who she is and the way she shows up really stood out to me. So I know you guys are going to really feel her uniqueness and, and apply it to yourself. So I'm really excited to get into this episode But first, a little bit about Jenna. Jenna Rossi is an energy coach and human design guide here to help humans live their spirit expression through exploring and owning their unique individual energy. Jenna reminds distracted minds of their true purpose and gets people back to play. Even with years of her own experimentation and study, she believes the most valuable credential she can give you is her Jenna energy. Just like the best thing you can give hers, her is yours. Grounded in her spirituality, connected to source and inner authority, she trusts that what she's here to offer today may be different than what shows up tomorrow. So follow along in your heart, feel if your heart feels called to. Anyone and everyone who leads with love is invited into her aura. Y'all, Jenna is truly, truly, truly incredible and unique. I know I said that a million times already, but just the way that she really uh, answered the questions and it was so embodied and in her frame, you're going to want to stick around, especially towards the end of the episode. We really dug deep into our triggers and why they trigger us and how you can how you can heal them and work through them to move forward to be more connected to who you are and in a grounded space. So I can't wait for you to listen to this episode and we're going to hop right into it. Hey True Vibe Tribe, I am here with such an incredible energetic soul and being oh, I love this woman so much Jenna. How are you? I am so well. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being here. It really is like a real, everybody's getting a real treat today. (laughs) But I know for sure, because I got to experience your energy in person. And even though online and virtually, it's still just as awesome and magnetic, just really seeing who you were and spending some intimate time on, on a retreat together. Uh, So I know everybody's in a in for a real retreat. So if you could introduce yourself, share what you do and, and, and a little bit of your story. Yeah, for sure. And I'd just like to first say, how cool is it that we got to meet in person first? Like, it's weird to hear that, like 
in yeah. this lifetime, right? Where I'm like, oh, wait, like we met in person first. And yeah. then we got to go online and be like, oh, who is she on Instagram? It was like a reality TV show or something, you know, or like <laughs> they meet on TV and then they're like, oh, let me go get your Instagram handle. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, but I can say the same about you. Um, love your energy. So I'm so excited to be here. I, I am Jenna Rossi of my like legal last name <laughs> took my husband's name, but, um, I go by Jenna energy and reason being is that I am just an energy being right. Like I'm, I'm just energy. I am spirit. And even since sharing my story, the last time I was reflecting on this, I was like, it's so, it's a hard question to say, like, tell me your story and tell me what you do, because it's less about like what I do and more about like who I'm being Mm -hmm. in this moment of time with you, like right now. Right. Like, and that moment was different than like 20 minutes ago when I was like, you know, preparing for this and getting in the energy for this. And it's different than 20 minutes after this, when I'm going to go walk my dog. Right. Like, so like being Jenna energy is always changing Mm. and it's like a different, it's a different essence in every moment in time. And like, I would say that's truth for everybody. And that's really why I chose to be Jenna energy. And I wanted that to be my business. And that's the work that I do because I'm not really here to like define myself by one thing or doing one thing. And that's been kind of my journey of, you know, becoming this in this moment in time. Um, So what kind of brought me here was a very loving family, you know, very loving family, but also a family that had its generational trauma, just like every family that conditioned me, you know, to follow a path that was very successful um, by societal standards. I went to college, I was in corporate America, I was very successful and, you know, climbing the ladder if I, you know, were to continue and go down that path. Um, But I fucking hated it, (laughs) you know, like as much as I love the people and like, you know, some of the parts of it, I was really miserable, like really freaking miserable. I was, I hated, I would get up every morning get dressed, be stressed about picking an outfit. I would be stressed about getting down to the bus. I'd be stressed about riding into the city. I would be stressed about the projects I was working about. I was just a ball of stress. I felt like I was not living my authentic self. You know, I wasn't in my gen energy. I wasn't honoring the energy that I wanted to be in the, in those moments. And I started to blame everything outside of myself. And I realized looking back, I did that in a lot of situations, even back to like elementary school, right? Like it was always the other people's fault why I was unhappy. And so I got to a point where I realized it's not everybody else's fault. (laughs) Shocker. Um, It's not corporate America's fault. It's not my career's fault. It's not my parents' fault. It's not, you know, it's not everybody else's fault. It's not the external world's fault why I'm unhappy it's not even my fault, but it is my responsibility to go within and begin owning my energy and taking my power back and, you know, claiming what is my power and my energy and begin living that instead. So that's kind of what brought me here now to help people do that, to own their energy. Mm. So yeah. That's so powerful. I love how you mentioned it was, it's really about you taking that responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's been a, a big part of it. Mm. And 
I know own your energy is your thing. Can you uh, talk about how someone can, what that is and how somebody can own their energy? Yeah, for sure. So this analogy has kind of been like coming to me more and more, and I've been using it a little bit more and more. And I, I think I'm just going to share this. I think this puts it into perspective. So the, like the way I see it, you know, the way I know it to be true based on my connection with spirit and myself and my journey so far is that, you know, we are, all, we're all spirit. We're all spirit, right? We are all one. We are all spirit and we are all here to have the human experience, but that human experience is, you know, we're here to play. We're here to play. We're here to adventure in this human experience. And when that play gets too hard, we are asked to go within and own our energy and figure out why that play is too hard. And the best example or analogy I can give for this is like, can you remember when you were in elementary school, right? And you were out on the playground at recess. And like, I have like a vivid memory of this, right? Like I used to play tetherball, like tetherball was like the shit. That was like my game, my friends. And you would be out on like out on the playground at recess like, if you can imagine like all these different dynamics, like kickball happening, people playing on the playground, like girls playing like games together and like all of this happening. But then there was also all of these like things starting to stir up where there was like fights on the kickball, like, you know, in the kickball game and like girls starting to fight and all of these things started happening. And that's kind of like, like life itself, right? Like your job starts to get hard or your relationships start to get tense. And rather than beginning to blame those people on the playground or blame or blame the kickball game or blame the freaking swing set and try to fix the swing set, we have to like pause and go back inside, like go back into study hall or go back into the school and like spend time with ourselves. Mm. And sometimes like that sucks, right? Like, cause sometimes we're like, but everybody's playing, like everybody's still having fun. Everybody's still outside on the playground. Like, I don't want to go inside by myself and like, just sit by myself. It's not fun to do that. Like, fuck that. (laughs) I'm just going to stay out here, even though I'm miserable and I'm not having fun. And this is starting to get like really hard for me. I don't want to go inside, but like when you go inside and you spend time with yourself, like that's really where you a lot, like that's where you take control and you get to learn why tetherball is hard. right? Like that's where you get to learn like why those things are becoming, why play is becoming so freaking hard. And it's not that it's not at fault of the tetherball or the kickball or the other kids. And yeah. And the point isn't to stay inside either. Like you're not stuck inside. You get to go back out. You just go back out like a little more informed and a little more like yourself. Wow. That's a really beautiful analogy. I really yeah. appreciate that a lot. Uh, cause that definitely helped me like shift cer- some things into perspective. So if you're listening to that, where can you, where can that apply in your life and your perspective of, of going inside? And I know that goes hand in hand with also what you're all about is embracing that shadow, that dark energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which can I say like that dark energy, <laughs> right? <laughs> scary and like no let's avoid that but I know you're like let's get right in there and I would love for you to to talk about the dark energy uh and and you know or maybe however you refer to it as (laughs) the shadow self (laughs) yeah right yeah so it seems like 
it seems dark because we don't know what it is, right? So anything that we don't know seems dark immediately. It's like if our, like for some reason our, like, and I, I work with a lot, like with this concept with my clients where the unknown, our ego immediately makes it a black hole. Mm. Like, why do we do that? Right. When you like right now, anyone listening, like picture the unknown in your mind, like close your eyes and picture the unknown. What is it? Is it, I'm guessing, is it a dark black hole? Like it's typically like black, right? Like dark energy or, you know, that essence of like, ah, scary. It Mm. can also be like a magical, beautiful forest. Mm. The unknown can be, you know, a walk in the park. The unknown can be the school playground. Like the unknown can be whatever image you want in your head, like create it to be whatever you, the unknown can be the beach, <laughs> you know, for you, like you beach girl. Um, and I love the beach too. I need to come visit you. <laughs> um, but we create this, like anything that we don't know immediately mm. becomes scary for us. And the shadow self is really just that part of ourselves that we don't identify with. Right. And so when we're talking about like these, you know, that the shadow that I I think we're going to dive into today is, you know, why do we stay on the playground? For example, it's because we, it's because we, (laughs) it's because we really, we get these secondary benefits from being on the playground, right? Like we, let's say, for example, our jobs suck, right? Well, if your job sucks and, and, you know, like for me, I stayed at my job for a while, even though I really didn't like it, even though I knew something else was meant for me, I stayed at my job. Why? Because there was a secondary benefit there. There was an identity there that I really enjoyed. And that identity was like, I liked complaining about it, right? Like I liked complaining about it. I liked having, I liked being around the company of other people who were miserable. Mm -hmm. I liked being on the playground with other people you know, I didn't want to go inside alone. And so exploring those darker parts of ourselves where we actually like get off on those things that we don't want to admit that we get off on. Right. That's that dark energy of like, Oh, I no, I don't like being miserable. Nobody likes being miserable, but deep down we have everything within us. You know, that's what, that's what the shadow self really is. You know, the world, the world is everything. We have light and dark, bad and good, you know, pretty ugly. We have polarity within us. So we do have these not so glamorous sides within ourselves, Mm. you know, always. I love that. And thank you for sharing that because, uh, I'm curious to, I want to dive in because how you shared, you know, you, you got off on the idea of like, Oh, I'm miserable. And you know, misery loves company, but was it that I, by identifying that, was it, were you able to like bring in a new identity around that? Like, how did, how were you able to, because um, from what I'm understanding from your share, it's like, okay, that, that was that you identifying and wanting to uh, like, like be around that energy. How could you, um, let me think about how I want to ask this. Was it like, how was it, um, what was that? Sir, what was it serving you essentially? Was it bringing you attention? Was it bringing you love? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I mean, attention, absolutely, right? Like it was. Instead of. Instead of being brave enough to ask for attention, mm. right? Instead of being brave enough to say to my husband, like, I want your undivided attention right now. 
and being in my, you know, divine feminine and, you know, and, and masculine and, you know, just inner power of saying, I want attention right now. Mm-hmm. I want everybody's attention right now. And that's something I've, you know, really owned within my, my whole collective family that I love attention. <laughs> we all do. Okay. Like everybody loves attention. I would manipulate my life to create a problem to then backhandedly get attention. Wow. Right. So like I would create a problem. So then it would cause people to feel sorry for me. Like, oh, well, she's struggling in her career. She's really miserable in her career. That sucks. She needs attention. Instead of just saying, I want attention simply because I want attention today. And I have something great to share or something simple to share, or I just have myself to share today. Wow. That's so beautiful. And thank you for being so like radically you and radically honest. And I know people listening to this, it's like eye-opening. I'm sure some <laughs> of you guys listening are like, wow, like I know I've, I, I've realized maybe I've done that. And for somebody mm-hmm. who is realizing that they're doing that themselves, how can they be brave? How can they be brave enough to, to, to go about and, and share, Hey, I need attention or share. Hey, I need, I need, this is, I need my needs met. And this is what they are. Mm-hmm. First of all, like take a moment, I would say, whether you want to pause this or, you know, right after this episode concludes to just like validate the fact that you resonated with this, mm-hmm. you know, first and foremost, like validate yourself because it's so valid right? Like whether or not you resonate with this in this moment, like everybody has a shadow self, you know, on some spectrum or some scale with some attribute and some characteristic, you know, we're all, we all have an identity within ourselves that we say, oh no, that's not me. (laughs) You know, whether some people even to an extent say like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not sensitive. Like I'm not, oh, I don't want to be too kind or I don't want to be too, Um, you know, there, there's attributes that are also in the collective that seem very light and airy that people don't want to identify with, right. Mm -hmm. They're not all dark and mean attributes, you know, and dark energy, right. So everybody has a shadow attribute within them that we're all exploring, you know, eventually or, or not, you know, right. And some people aren't exploring them, but so I would say first, just validate that, you know, spend some time just holding space for yourself, you know, journaling on that and just, you know, truly just saying to yourself, like, it's okay that I resonate with this. Like it's safe to resonate with this Mm -hmm. and then spending time exploring. How can I go back to that moment where I learned that it was unsafe to be this Mm -hmm. in my childhood, right? Like, when did I learn that it was unsafe to ask for attention? Mm. who taught not who taught me that in the sense that it was bad that they're the person that taught me it but who taught me that was it you know a Mm. caregiver was it a parent was it society was it a teacher who taught me that having attention was unsafe Mm. so that I tucked it away so deeply in my shadow that I never asked for it again wow that's so powerful like listening to that I'm getting emotional like oh because it's like (laughs) Yeah, let those emotions come out because yeah, let them it, out. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, like because as you shared, it is a part of us, mm-hmm. and um, that's really like life changing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like um, because we all like we all want everything, right? Like it's 
it's not just about attention either, right? Like every, and and I think a really good tip just as you're, you know, maybe it is an attention. Maybe you can, maybe you claim that, like, you know, you love attention. You've always identified with that. So a, a really good, you know, tool to use to, to kind of discover that shadow part that you're rejecting is just looking at others and noticing what really triggers you and others. Right. You know, and I know, you know, this, like this, that's the easiest thing to do is like the one thing that you reject in others or the one thing that you really admire in others. And you're like, wow, that's so cool that she does that. Or that's so cool that he can do that. Or that's so cool that they can do that. Like really paying attention to what you admire or what you're triggered by in others and, and asking like, do I, do I identify with that? Like, do I see that in me? And if you do or don't like, what's the reason, you know, is, is it because of something in your past and, and kind of just letting yourself explore, not for the reason to fix it either. Like, I think that's something that's really important. You know, we're not here to fix anything or, you know, even explicitly change much, but just to inform ourselves. Mm. Yeah. I love that. And that's really key. Like, like my takeaway on that is really remembering too to look when I'm, you know, watching people and if they do something that pisses me off or makes me angry is like, okay, well, where is that triggering me? That's such a great Mm -hmm. reminder. Or, and and vice versa, how you said, if if you're like, wow, that person is so confident. I want to be confident like them. It's like, oh, well you recognize it. So you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have it. You are confident, you know, like you, that's in you. Everything's within us, the whole world. Wow. That's big. And I would love to even dive like even more in that. So, so now that people are starting, if you're, you know, they're listening and they're starting to maybe think, oh, okay. My mom doing X, Y, and Z that triggers me. Uh, I'm realizing, okay, maybe it's, it's showing me something. How can they explore into that? Because as you shared, it's not about fixing ourselves, which I love that because we're not broken, but how can they use this awareness now to continue to improve, to become the best version of themselves, to own who they are, own their energy? Mm -hmm. I would invite you to just really allow yourself to like, look at this as an ongoing adventure, right? Because as I said, like this is your spirit came here to play Mm. and to adventure. And a part of that play and adventure is getting to know yourself. Like these triggers and this, you know, and these, Oh, like, look at her, look at him, look at they, like, that's a part of the play and the adventure, right? Mm. Like that's a part of this like game and this excitement and this like journey of being human is getting to know yourself. Like it would be so fucking boring if by the end of the day today, we figured out all of our triggers and all of our expansions like that, (laughs) like what kind of life is that? So I would invite everybody listening to reframe that maybe inkling. And then I know a lot of my clients, you know, initially have this inkling of like, oh man, that trigger came back again. Oh, you know, that same trigger came up again, or I'm, you know, this pattern is repeating. Like, why is this pattern repeating? I, you know, I invite everybody to really take on the, the reframe that this is a part of the adventure. Like once you start to see those triggers and those patterns coming up, know that like, Hey, this is what your spirit chose. 
like this is this is the adventure or the trail you know that your spirit chose to kind of embark on mm. and let it be fun like let it be fun remember that it is play mm. and so and and I would also you know say that it does get easier right like you know it may seem like oh like it stings you know at first but like it comes in waves, you know, once you start to really play with that shadow and invite your shadow self into your life and into the light, it gets easier and easier to recognize those and know like, Hey, this, you know, this isn't, this isn't me. This isn't a stab at me. This isn't, this is a part of me. And this is, you know, my shadow's my friend and, you know, my mom, like you said, or whoever it is, that's, you know, here to trigger me. Like we signed a soul contract for them to trigger me. That's another beautiful thing is like they signed, we signed up for this. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that really helped me too, is those people that are sometimes are like not worst enemies, but you know, the, the hardest and most complicated people in our lives, they're the coolest because they are the ones that are like, Hey, I'll do the, I'll do the hardest job in your journey. Like I will do, like, I'm here to be the hardest point in your life. I'll take that on for you. Like they're the spirits that said, like, I'll do that for you. I'll be that person for you in this lifetime. Wow. And like, yeah, our, our good friends and our best friends, like they're there to be, you know, the like comforting and supportive buddies, but like the ones who have like really stabbed us in the back or whatever it is, they were like, I'm here to really freaking expand you. I'll do that for you. So really just allowing yourself to know that this is all a part of some epic fucking adventure. Oh my God. Wow. I have like, my heart is like (laughs) so fast. I have chills because (laughs) you sharing that is like the people who we feel, this is what I'm taking away. Let me know if I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah. Uh, It's like the people who trigger us and who maybe hurt us the most it's like once you recognize that hey they were here to do that it's almost like you can actually have gratitude for Mm -hmm. them because they're allowing you to grow Mm -hmm. yeah like they you know if you it's I mean I you know and this is my my belief but it's also my knowing so you know not everyone may see life in this way or know life in this way the way that I know life in this way, but you know, you two stood in line to become human. And and they were like, all right, man, like (laughs) you're going to fucking eat me, but I'll do this job for you. You know, like I'll be that person for you. So that at the end of this, you're, you got to grow through it. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and seeing that life that way, like it sucks during it. Right. It sucks. But then once you come out on the other side, like they're the coolest people, right? (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. I feel called to like recap this for everyone listening. Because mm-hmm. Yeah. As this is, as we're sharing and talking about this, it's almost like, okay, for you listening, I, I encourage you and, you know, mm-hmm. invite you to think about maybe who is triggering you in your life. What identifying as Jen, Jenna mentioned, what are those triggers and what could they be showing you? And then where can you actually expand from that? Is it by having gratitude for that person? Is it having love? Is it having just more awareness for who you are? Um, kind of recapping that. Does that, is that like, basically, does that sound like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Hmm. That's beautiful. And now with doing all this, like deep shadow work around, uh, the, the light, the dark, 
where do you find that the energy really helps uh, by doing all this work? Can I ask what you mean by energy specifically? Yes. Yeah. Let me um, get more specific with that. So where do you find with uh, like, like Jenna energy? So like with that energy, like owning your energy, how does that? Yeah. Yeah. So when I say like owning your energy, I think it comes in like all different variations and spectrums, right? So like owning your energy is owning, owning yourself in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. Owning where you are in this moment. Like if I wasn't able to show up on this podcast right now, you know, in this episode and record and owning that I, I wasn't able to, and maybe I was not in an energetic place to do that and I needed rest or I wasn't feeling well or whatever that may be owning your energy and being able to, you know, be in connection with your mind, body, and spirit and your nervous system moment by moment, you know, that's an, an example of owning your energy and being in connection with it, but then owning your energy is also owning, you know, your identity and your authenticity and really exploring who am I like, who am I on a spirit level? an identity spirit level, like who am I here to be and how is my spirit here to be expressed? A lot of times I say like, what is your spirit expression? Like your spirit past lives included and, you know, future, who are you here to be in this lifetime and what are you here to give the world? Mm -hmm. So really owning your energy on that level and then owning your energy in the sense of like your conditioning and your trauma. Like, what is that? Like, what are you carrying in the ego and in the mind that you're here to work through and heal. Mm-hmm. So shadow really lays in, in that space, in that mind and, and ego place, because mm-hmm. it's tucked away in that space. So a lot of that work, you know, is all, it's all intertwined, you know? So when I have clients come into my own, your energy program or my private sessions, it's all mixed in, right? Like mm-hmm. all of that is all intertwined. It's really where you're at in your journey, what you're looking for, you know, what you want, in life right now, you know, maybe your ego thinks it wants in life right now versus what your spirit needs. All of that is intertwined, um, on those levels, but that is really kind of the expression and the experience of what I mean when I say owning your energy. Wow. That's so powerful. I love that you put it on a soul, like forward thinking level, but then also right back into this present moment. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of goes back to what you shared at the very beginning of, you know, I'm, I'm sh- showing up right now. I was already different. I'm already different than five minutes before. Yeah. <laughs> different five minutes after this. Yeah. Wow. So where, how can somebody really, it's from what I'm hearing, it's like really just being, pre- well, play is a big part. And mm-hmm. as you mentioned, and being present, how can someone start to really get connected to that deeper part of themselves to own their energy? I would say just start paying attention, paying attention to yourself. Like there's, there's so much out there right now sharing like how we can heal and how we can transform ourselves and how we can be connected to our spirits. And, you know, just, there's, there's so much useful information and tools out there coming at us. Um, but just paying attention to our own lives and like being aware of what's in our own spectrum, I think is like 
beautiful in and of itself to just become aware of our own lives and the messages that are coming through, you know, kind of releasing the intake of content, the intake of information, the intake of education Mm -hmm. and, you know, the need to transform and, you know, heal the mind and doing all of that. I think if you're wanting to just really begin in owning your energy, just pay attention to your energy Mm -hmm. and just, you know, see how it feels each day. Just do your own intake of your energy and, and ask yourself, how is my energy today? You know, that's the first question I ask every client at every session is how's your energy today? And, you know, pause and just answer that question each day. Mm. Wow. That's a really powerful takeaway. Start to ask yourself every single day. How's my energy? How's my energy today? And, And, um, and see how you answer that. Like that question is very vague, right? Like, so what is your answer to that? Like, do you answer good? Do you answer, Mm. you know, do you answer in the form of body? Do you answer in the form of mind? Do you answer in the form of, you know, your, your trauma, capital T, little T, do you answer in the form of like action or, you know, pay attention to how you answer it too. Wow. It's so simple too, how you put it, because as you know, our minds, we love to overcomplicate everything. And it's like, Okay. Right now you can, you can begin in this very moment, just, Mm -hmm. just by being you and just by being aware is really where it begins. Yes. Yes. Love that. And I feel like awareness, it is healing. Like awareness is transformation. Awareness is change. Mm. And I don't know if we give enough credit to awareness. Mm. Yeah. That's so, that's so beautiful. And So with that awareness, if people are starting to be really aware how you were aware of, oh, uh, I need attention or I'm craving attention, how can they use that to really as, as like, as a superhero, how can they use it as their superpower? Mm -hmm. It's interesting. So once I started to notice that, okay, I like I wanted attention. Right. So I then all of a sudden it was like all this, this flood of like that little, that little note of information, right. Oh, I'm, I'm wanting attention. That's, that was just a little line of awareness, a little piece of information. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't some transformational, you know, week long retreat. It wasn't some big program I invested in. It was, you know, it wasn't this big thing. It was just a piece of information that came to me through Mm -hmm. awareness. And from that though, came a flood of memories Mm -hmm. that gave me more information of all these other instances that I had created in my mind where I was the victim Mm -hmm. and I was hurt by other people, but really I was kind of manipulating the situation because I wanted attention. Mm -hmm. And so all those other memories and situations from, you know, childhood and from high school and different, you know, just experiences with people, I looked back and was like, Oh, it, I was safe in all of those experiences. Like I was safe and I was in control because I was just looking for attention. And that all came from just being aware. And so I say that because allow yourself to know that like, just in those pieces of information, more is going to come, you know, like you don't have to always know the next step and the next step and the next step. 
Like allow yourself to be given the gift in each step. Wow. Wow. I love that. Oh, and it's like, I know. Cause my mind, my mind tends to go like, okay, what's next? What's next? And it's like, it get, get pulled out of the present. And, uh, and I know some people listening might, might resonate with that. So if they're struggling, if someone's struggling to, uh, really surrender, cause that's, what yes, it is yeah. surrender. It is surrender. <laughs> it's so funny. I just recorded a episode on my podcast this morning and it brought me back to surrender. Same thing. Surrender. Yeah. It was in the middle of the episode. I was like, son of a bitch surrender. <laughs> so it is. Oh, so with that surrender, cause that's something that's coming up for me in my life time and time again. And it sounds like for you as well. And I'm sure because people are resonating with our energy. What are some, what's some advice to surrender? Well, I mean, I would say like, what's coming to me is well, how do we like get off on being in control? Like I'm looking at the opposite of that. Right. So like (laughs) the opposite of surrender is like, okay, well, if I'm not surrendering, then I'm in control. And so how do I benefit like secondary benefit from being in control? And I don't know, I'm just reflecting like on this live right now. Right. So, I mean, when I'm in control, I'm, let's see, I'm, I, I get, you know, I'm getting to like boss people around, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm getting to like, I'm getting to bitch and boss people around and, you know, be punchy. Like I, you know, I'm even thinking of my relationship with my husband, right. You know, (laughs) when we're, we're, when we're trying to plan a trip or do something, you know, and, and he's saying, just trust the experience will come up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I can control this, you know, and I get off on that because it's like, well, then I get to, I get to be be in charge of him. (laughs) Right. And it's like, it's fun to do that sometimes. Yeah. Right. Instead of just being a dominant woman and being in control and owning that I manipulate a situation to have fun doing that in another way. Right. So recognizing that and, and realizing that's exhausting. (laughs) And then I realized, Oh my God, that's so exhausting. I'd rather just surrender. Mm. So like, I, I take a moment to say like, what's the opposite. I love that. Like what's the opposite of that. That's a lot of work. That seems like, and once you take a moment to realize like, oh my God, that's so much work. Like I'm doing all of that work in my head, taking my nervous system through all of those steps, taking my body then through all of those steps Mm. to kind of get the same outcome to eventually then surrender. I could just surrender now Mm. and give it to, and give it to spirit. I want to like highlight what you said, because you're like, I'm just like sharing this in the moment on the spot, but it was so powerful. Y'all if you haven't taken in a lot already. Like write this down, re- <laughs> press, press rewind. But what you shared of, okay, how can we surrender is, well, how are you getting off on being in control? <laughs> and for when you said that, I, and I, what immediately came to me was safety. It makes me feel safe when I'm okay, in yeah. control. Because it's yes. like, oh, I know I can leave if I'm not being in like, in if it's, yeah, if I drive escape. to the party, you can <laughs> escape. Yeah. Like you yeah. can escape and like, 
I, I love that. So like, let's explore that a little bit. Like That's you what can, I was gonna ask you, you can, so- es- yes, you yes, can okay, like, yeah. if, okay, I'm, I'm, we're going, we're just going into this. So like, so you want something, right? Like, let's say you want whatever the outcome is and you're like, okay, let's surrender to it. But if you think you're in control, you can escape from the, you're, so what I hear is that you're actually afraid of the outcome itself. Yeah. You know, you're not even afraid of surrendering. What I hear is that you're actually afraid of the outcome. Mm. And so you're telling yourself you're afraid of surrendering, Mm. but you're afraid of the outcome. So your mind's tricking you into saying you're afraid of surrendering, but you're afraid of the outcome so that you can (laughs) freaking escape just in case you get the outcome you want. Oh my gosh, that is a hundred percent true. And plus you are, well, you're so good at what you do. And I got to watch you coach live when we did a a live group coaching. And, but I see where where your intuition comes in as you coach, which is so powerful. Like you were able to intuitively pull that out because I am a hundred percent scared of the outcome. (laughs) Are people listening when they can identify, okay, what it is for them? And so for me, it was safety. What would be the next question that they could ask themselves to, to journal around, to meditate around? Mm -hmm. So they, okay, let's see. So you, what was the, what was the original question? Let me backtrack. Cause we were just spinning around. So what do you ask out of, how can you surrender? Yeah. And then I asked, what are you, what are you getting off of being in control? And you realized it was safety. Mm-hmm. And then what would be, so for somebody else, whatever comes up for them, what could they then ask themselves? Why can't you? Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me just allow, allow this to come through. Um, why can't you oh, hold on? Yeah. Why aren't you comfortable just being safe with, are you not allowed to be safe within yourself? Like, why do you have to Mm. manipulate the situation to be safe within yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, just like, why did I have to manipulate the situation to have control and be dominant, Mm. be a dominant person? That's so powerful. And it's like, I love that you said it's of like, why can't you, because then it's like, then you can just keep asking why, why, right? And that's the thing is it's, there's no perfect question, right? Like, so even me prompting this to whatever, you know, word or, you know, thing that comes up for you there, like my question is not your perfect question. So like, I'm not, I'm not your guru. I'm not your expert. Like, I'm just a person that's the same as you. Like, I want to like validate that. Like if you're benefiting from this conversation, it's because I am you and you are me. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm just a mirror for you. And like, my questions are not your like answer and I'll be, you know, solution. The, but the key is just to keep asking bigger more expansive questions. Yeah. You know, like allow yourself to keep asking yourself questions. Mm. That's all, you know, and they may not be the ones that I asked. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's like, we're all just, as you said, mirrors and even just in this guiding each other. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Well, thank you. I'm going to wrap it up in a minute, though. but, uh, where can people find you work with you connect with you all the things? Yeah. So everything is Jenna energy. So Instagram handle is at Jenna energy. My website is www.jenna 
jennaenergy.com. And then my podcast is Jenna Energy as well. So all things Jenna Energy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And the final question that I ask every guest, uh, we are the living your true vibe podcast. So true vibe connecting to who you truly are on a vibrational level. So what you want to give to yourself and what you want to give to others on a vibrational level, what would you say your true vibe is? Mm. So what I want to give to myself, let's say in this moment, because that's all I can say for right now, right? (laughs) So what I want to give to myself in this moment is I feel like just like, like a full body hug. Like, because I am like, mm, I, I'm really spending some time connecting with my body. Mm. Um, and I'm going to be doing some work there over the next few months. So, you know, that's kind of where my attention is going moving forward, um, at least in this phase. And then what I want to give to everybody else in this moment is, I mean, the permission that you need from yourself, not from me to just explore yourself like freaking endlessly mm. and like for fun, not for an outcome not to change yourself, not to get to some other destination, not to manifest anything, not to, you know, fix or, you know, heal or anything just because it's interesting, just because you're interesting. And there is so much of you to explore. And like, that's the adventure of being human is to explore yourself. And like, if you need the permission, just because it's fun and it's playful. And that's the beauty of being spirit and human on mother earth. Like that, that's what I'd like to give you today. Mm, That's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Explore. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Well, thank you so much. This was so deep and really expansive. I'm so honored to have you here, Jenna. Thank you for, this was a good, this was a beautiful portal. It was our portal. So thank you for holding it with me and having me. Our portal. Oh, absolutely. And thank you everybody for listening. And we would love to hear your takeaways. So whatever you, uh, whatever this, whatever portal this opened up for you, uh, feel free to connect with both of us and let us know. And we would love to, to see how you expanded on your own. So thank you everybody for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy.